Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, Jay Hovey wins. Also, some Republicans want a closed primary. And Attorney General Steve Marshall wants to throw away another million dollars. Why? Save your money for a pair of elevator shoes. I thought about your dog! Oh! Oh! My doggy! Because you can. All this said much, much more coming up next on The V. Welcome to the voice of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by Susan Britt, research guru extraordinaire, and Josh Moon, columnist and investigative reporter for APR. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Josh, uh, there is a movement underway, especially in the Republican Party. Uh, to hold closed primaries. Uh, currently, hmm. Alabama, uh, you can go to a primary uh, election. You can ask for a Democratic ballot or a Republican ballot, and you can vote in either one. What hmm. they're saying now is they would like to have closed primaries, which means you, can, you have to register as a Republican to vote in a Republican primary or register as a Democrat to vote in a Democratic primary. Uh, pros and cons, what's your thoughts? <laughs> well, I, I, listen, I think that's, um, I think that's terrible. Uh, I'm honestly, I think that it, if you're voting for representation uh, of, uh, in a representative government, then you should have the right to vote for, for anybody in, in either primary. Uh, I, I think the limitations that we currently have on there are, are wrong. I think that Republicans should be able to vote in the Democratic primaries. I think uh, Democrats should be able to repo uh, vote in Republican primaries. I think independents ought to be able to vote in both as well. Uh, you know, it, it's why? What are you scared of? You, these are the people that you're representing and their voices should be heard no matter which party you're affiliated with. And to say otherwise is I, I to, to me is anti-democratic. I, I just think that we ought to we ought to open this up and people should be held accountable to everyone within their districts that they're going to represent in Montgomery. I mean, Susan, for years, Democrats, uh, Republicans voted in Democratic mm -hmm. primaries so that they could have some representation when it was a one party Democratic state. Now it's a one party Republican state. And it seems there's a push to change that. But this is the question I have. It, it, how many people get left out who do not want to register as a Republican or a Democrat who do not identify with either party? I think there's going to be a lot of people because even though, say, somebody primarily votes Democrat or primarily votes Republican, they may not want to put their name on those, those, those in those registers. Uh, same thing with an independent. What's an independent going to do in that situation? Right. Are they going to cut them out completely? The thing is here is that no matter what you do in the state of Alabama, what election you're voting in, the end result is going to be a Republican. Yeah. So, For you know, most, yeah. while they, 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 they yelled about uh, the crossover voting of Democrats in the Watley uh, and Hovey election, Democrats still voted for a Republican right, there. Right. 
So it, it, I, is it the only thing it boils down to is more control. That's all it boils down to. And, you know, one of the things, and I, I'm sure I'll offend some folks by saying this, but I was talking to a, a pretty high-up official in the Republican Party uh, not, uh, and, and said to me, he said, he said, you know, if we do not, if we close the primaries where it's only registered Republicans, he said, you think we've got some crazy people in the legislature now? He said, it will be the party of Marjorie Taylor Greene. And yeah. that's all we'll have. Because yeah. the people that will register and turn up the vote will want the Mo Brookses of the world, mm -hmm. the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the crazies, the mm -hmm. literally crazy people, in my opinion, running the, running the government. Josh, that's not good for anybody. No, it's not. And, you know, we're... You, 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 Susan brought up the the, the Hovey and Watley uh, case here, the the, oh, the election, um, and which we were pretty close to having uh, some guys in the back room basically pick a winner that wasn't the winner, um, you know. And uh, to me, we've got to fix this whole system of things where uh, taxpayers pay for these elections to be held. Uh, and for election workers and for all, all of the things that go into this. Uh, and then somehow the parties have wrestled control of how these things are operating. And it's wrong. And I'm sure, listen, I'm sure it started with the Democratic Party back several years ago, okay? And that's still just as wrong, okay? That shouldn't be, we should have some impartial elected officials that are held accountable by voters to oversee these things. Uh, and you should be held to the rules. If, if we were held to the rules uh, of our election system, that never would have been an issue in the in the Hubby and Watley case out there. You know, we, we would have never had a problem in that. They would have not had all this backroom nonsense. And so I, it just to me, when you start heading down this path and close people off, you're almost allowing the lawmakers to pick their voters instead of the voters to pick their lawmakers. Well, and I think, oh, go ahead, Susan. And I know in this last election, there were several people, and I personally know one of them, that wouldn't even ask for a Republican ballot, even though they're a Democrat, they wouldn't ask for a Republican ballot in order to be able to vote because they did not want people she, she does not think that it's right that even you have to request a Republican or a Democrat. Yeah, and I, I think that's true. I, I remember, and this is anecdotal, but I'll share it with you. I remember one time uh, I, I had a lot of good friends, uh, still do, they're black Alabamians, and uh, one of them happened to be a poll worker, and I, I went in and I requested a Republican ballot from her, and you'd have thought I had broken her heart. I mean, yeah. she looked at me... Like, I don't know you anymore because there's some people that look at if you vote Republican, they think you're just automatically a racist mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. or, you know, or bigoted. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's not the case. But we get that with the Hovey thing. I thought it was interesting. Josh brings it up. They tried and accept they did accept mm -hmm. a phony ballot, a crooked ballot. Mm -hmm. A woman had cast a ballot that she had no right provisional ballot. She used her Georgia driver's license, Susan, to, to, as her ID, and she never finished her thing. She never registered to vote right. in Alabama. And it right. doesn't matter what your intentions are. And she intended to vote, and they accepted it until it became clear that Republican higher-ups were sped up with this. Well, they kept going on. It was her intention to vote for him. It was her intention. Well, it could be my intention to vote for somebody in an election, but if I sit at home... I'm sorry, that intention goes nowhere. And, and, you know, for Republicans who have cried about illegal ballots for the last mm -hmm. two years to approve an illegal ballot, ballot 
and then have to back down because they got caught. That's really all yeah. it was. It wasn't new information. There, I, I don't buy the new information argument because we no. put out that she had uh, filed an illegal ballot. Go ahead, Josh. We got 20 seconds. No, I mean, you're 100% right. It was it was clearly under our laws. And John Merrill, to his credit, came out and said, listen, this, the ballot is, is improper. She couldn't cast the ballot because she didn't complete the forms. And yeah. there's no arguments about this. We would have thrown it out. But again, all these things are run by the parties, which is utter nonsense. And we have to stop this. Okay. Well, that's going to have to be the last word. Utter nonsense. And we have to stop it. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back. This summer, the world's roads lead here to Birmingham. The World Games, recognized by the International Olympic Committee, will bring athletes from more than 100 countries here to compete for gold. Tickets are on sale now to see events like flag football, softball, gymnastics, lacrosse, sumo wrestling, martial arts, sport climbing, and more. The World Games will bring the best in international sports here. So join the celebration, Alabama, as we step up, because this is our medal moment. So you got caught speeding. But this time you got more than a ticket. What are you in for? Vehicular homicide. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You know, there are times when you look at state government and you think you need a roll of duct tape to keep your head from exploding. The amount of waste and foolishness is unbelievable. Uh, Attorney General Steve Marshall went to a contract review this last week and asked for right at a million dollars to pay a Washington, D.C. law firm to defend uh, this law that says that it, it makes it a felony to treat children that, that, are, uh, that have gender dys, dys, dysphoria. dysphoria. In other words, you cannot give them medication, you cannot give them any kind of treatment, or you will go to prison. Now, Lyles Burke, who is a Trump-appointed federal judge, everybody in Alabama knows Lyles Burke, very conservative, he says that he found this law would probably fail because it violated constitutional rights and it would produce psychological harm to the children. But Marshall wants to spend a million dollars on an out-of-state firm to defend us, Susan. Marshall wants to spend a million dollars of Alabama taxpayer money running for governor is what he wants. This has nothing to do with the bill. This has to do with him, him trying to set himself up for the next election to be governor on this issue, because this is something that the base is very, very keen on. That's all this is. I mean, Josh, uh, Lyles Burke is no flaming liberal. Uh, he is he's a very conservative guy. 
And and he, he thought that the suit was likely to fail. And so he's mm-hmm. he's put this on hold. But what we're talking about here is a handful of vulnerable children and their parents making medical decisions with their doctor. Now, mm-hmm. why Steve Marshall and the state legislature wants to interfere with that has nothing to do with compassion or love or even the rule of law. It is all about riling up the base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that you. I mean, you've said it all. It's a, he doesn't care about those kids. He's, he's been told repeatedly from medical professionals uh, that are you know impartial medical professionals that have studied these issues for years and years and years and are experts in this field. He's been told by these people. Just the entire state of Alabama, all of our lawmakers have been told by these people that what you're doing is causing harm and will likely cause the death of children. Um, and they don't care. They don't give a damn. Uh, they're just gonna they're just gonna keep on going with this because it riles up the base. You're right. It's good for Steve Marshall's future. That's what it's good for. And if it kills a few kids along the way, then so be it. But this is where we are in politics now. These issues of uh, where we we saw a person running for governor plaster the faces of school children in a campaign ad uh-huh. because he thought it would rile up his base of support. They don't care about the kids. They don't care about using them as scapegoats. They don't care that they're vulnerable. They don't care that they're struggling in life, and they very much are, and they have some of the highest suicide rates in our nation. Uh, They don't care. They don't care. And it's as simple as that. And so he's willing to spend a million dollars because we'll come and talk about him spending the million dollars, and then somebody that's a, a base Republican voter will show up to the polls to vote for him because he's angered the libs or owned the libs or whatever. And, you know, and I hope he feels good about it. I hope he this, feels just fantastic about the whole I, thing. I don't, and again, I don't think this is should be an issue for politicians. This is an issue no. for parents and doctors. And if they want to bring in their clergy, if they want to make this a moral issue, that's fine. But it should mm-hmm. not be politics. But the thing is, and the other question is, how come we got so many dang lawyers on staff in the attorney general's office and nobody qualified to represent us in a case? Well, maybe we should revert view that, too. But I got to tell you, this is a personal decision between a doctor, parents and the child. It is not mm-hmm. something that government needs to get its nose into. It's just not. I just still, I, again, I agree, but I can't imagine why yeah. we have to spend a million dollars with a D.C. law yeah. firm because yeah. we don't have enough lawyers yeah. or they're too dumb to, uh, to, 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 to litigate this case. I mean, what does he have all those lawyers for? Well, let's uh, I mean, let, let's take a look at, at the expenditures of the attorney general's office on, on lawyers for for all these cases. Well, they don't seem to know anything about corrections officers because they no. hired uh, or corrections issues because they've also hired law firms to handle those lawsuits. Uh, they've gone out and hired laws, uh, people to handle uh, environmental lawsuits. They've gone out and hired people uh, to handle all variety of things. Now we're talking about doctors and abortion and all these things. We've had to go out and hire outside counsel to do this. And what it is is a money scam. It's a money yeah. scam. It's, it's, it's this whole cycle, this whole big wheel that keeps churning within Republican attorney generals associations where they can they you know send money down the line to the next guy and send money down the line to the next guy. And it bumps your status up. And so you get to head, you know, maybe an organization that, I don't know, does robocalls for for an insurrection. I don't know. Maybe you <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah. 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 Well, I want, we don't have enough time. I wanted to spend more time on this, but uh the Alabama Supreme Court, in all their infinite wisdom, this this past week, determined that a green track owed seventy six million in back taxes 
when lower courts and the tax tribunal said they didn't know it. Josh, can you wrap this up for us in about a minute and a half? Yeah, I can. Uh, basically, they just made it up. Uh, you know, they, they made up the figure that they owe. <laughs> they made up the law to get there. Uh, and then they they put this on them. Uh, they, they basically took over the entire case, which is not something they were even asked to do. Uh, and, and so, yeah, the tax tribunal ruled that, that Green Track didn't owe the money. Uh, the Alabama Supreme Court came over the top of them and said, yeah, you don't you tax tribunal people and administrative law judge that heard the case. You don't know enough about tax laws. So we're going to handle this for you. And so, yeah, uh, it's, you know, I, I hate it for, for the folks at Green Track, uh, you know, for you know how this has played out. And it, it, because it, it's, it, you know, I don't think there's any recourse out of this. And, uh, and it's a shame. And, but this has been the case for this Supreme Court for a very long time where they just go in and make up gambling law. And, you know, I, I, this is where we are now in this state. Apparently people are just perfectly fine with a court just making up the laws. Well, the, in, speaking of the law, I went back and looked, and according to Alabama state law, they can go back only three years. Now, this is a five-year period we're looking at. They're, they're claiming the owes tax. <coughs> you can go back three years, not five. But but yeah. if you if it's 25%, if you underreported by 25%, they can go back six years. Anyway, where, where, where is that in the law? There's no five years there. They're just making that up as well, apparently. Anyway, all made up stuff. To punish somebody. Sounds normal. <laughs> All right, you're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back. You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. Nope, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. There was an old woman who lived in a shoe. She had so many children, she didn't know what to do. She gave them some broth without any bread and kissed them all soundly and put them to bed. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Since the Supreme Court ruled that there is no constitutional right to abortion, it has caused great confusion, consternation, while uh, the one, one side celebrates, the other side has no idea what to do next here in Alabama. We, we are still, while we flipped over to a law that outlaws abortion, even in the case of rape and incest, uh, there's still questions. Uh, <clears throat> I don't want to get into who's right, who's wrong. All the nuances of this 
are at least beyond Bill Britt's purview. Uh, but what we do know are their statistics, Josh and Susan. Mm -hmm. The Alabama Department of Public Health has put together statistics that that point out uh, what we're, we're, we're actually looking at as far as human life. So in 2020, which is the latest data from ADHP or ADPH, uh, about 7,466 abortions were performed in Alabama, Susan. 97.5% mm -hmm. uh, of those were performed on women over 18, most of which were between 25 and 29 years of age. Only two girls under tw or 12 or under went, uh, underwent abortions. Now, one of the things, and, and we'll get more into the statistics, one of the things that I, I was talking to an attorney about earlier and it's like, okay, so you say it's around, it's under 8,000. Okay, so we're going to have 8,000 more children born in the state to primarily single women. Uh, that's primarily who gets these abortions. Uh, primarily single women. So, Josh, mm -hmm. uh, the, we've been told that adoption is one of the ways. Because right. one of the ways. So, if you say... 7,000, 8,000 children every year extended over 10-year period. That's 80,000 children, 80,000 mm -hmm. children, uh, yep. mostly black. Uh, are there 80,000 families in the next 10 years that are willing to adopt those children? No. We didn't have the we didn't have the people to adopt the children that we already had. Our foster system is overrun as it is. We got thousands of kids in there that are waiting on placement or waiting on adoptive families to come forward and take them. Uh, no, we don't have it. We don't have the funds to do it. And I'll tell you the other thing: we don't have the funds for. We don't have the funds to care for the mothers. Uh, we've done nothing. We've implemented absolutely zero. Uh, you know, we we've spent a ton of time on all of these abortion laws, just in case, you know, uh, and crafting these things out and going forward but without the uh, you know, without the exceptions for rape and incest because we wanted to, you know, to make our mark and get a lot of attention on this sort of thing. But we've done zero, zero to fix what is a very failed healthcare system in this state. We've done zero to do anything about it. We have some of the worst maternal care in the United States. Hell, we got some of the worst maternal care in the world. Uh, yeah, the developed we world, do. anyway. We do. We've we got do. some of the worst uh, prenatal care in yeah. the developed world. We do. Well, you we know, do. I, I mean, it's just ins the, the insanity of this. I mean, I, well, I just, it, it just is striking. It is the thing that, and again, I still want to stay on the thing this year. We'll get to the healthcare part of it too. Uh, but Susan, one of the things that we see here is that look, and people are passionate on both sides. Mm -hmm. I get that. I'm not getting into that argument. What I'm trying to say is. Here are the problems. Here are the, I mean, here's the data, the pure, raw data. 97% uh, of the abortion, of the 97% of the abortions performed on, uh, were 60, 60 some percent were chemical mm -hmm. abortions. So the other thing is, how does the state plan to keep out the, you know, these the, the medications? They, I don't think they can because these things are available online uh, from other states. And how are they going to monitor that? How are they going to monitor if someone has taken, you know, has ordered it online and taken it unless somebody turns them in like in Texas? 
Yeah, I mean, and, and that's a big thing. You know, it's just like, and when we asked Steve Marshall about could people travel state li- across state lines to get an abortion, Josh, he said he didn't know. Now, Chris yeah. England has said that that law does prohibit us from doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice, right? I don't know. I don't know. Who, who knows? Who can tell you? I don't know. I wish we had, maybe we could hire somebody for a million dollars and they could tell us. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It, it, it's, we are, we're so unprepared for this. Um, and, and it's, and it's painfully obvious that nobody really cared so much about the, the children or the mothers or, or what was taking place here. All they cared about was the political chase. That's all they cared about. It was a political issue and they were chasing it and they were playing with people's emotions. And now they've obtained it because they've, uh, they, they've just completely altered the court, the Supreme Court of this country. And so now they've obtained this and they have no idea how to deal with it. They have no idea what they can do with it. And it's going to be a horror show for thousands and thousands of women. Well, I, I and, and look, I, you know, good people are going to disagree on this. I don't think we can disagree about the fact that there was no preparation made uh, to what happened in the Supreme Court. I want to switch over here, Josh, to your 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 take here. There's there's a lot of questions about, you know, some Republicans are pushing expanding mm-hmm. Medicaid. Mm-hmm. But th- this is not a solution, is it, Susan? No, it's not a solution. The only thing I mean, the Medicaid, especially it, all the women who are eligible, already have prenatal. Uh, now, as of recently, the women after, you know, post-birth are covered for a year. Uh, this expansion of Medicaid will not touch these new pregnancies. It will only cost more through Medicaid because you've got more people on the rolls. Right. You know, m- more women might be eligible under an expansion, but it will not change and, this and, situation. And, you know, we only got 30 seconds, but that's a high bar. Josh, to get mm-hmm. Medicaid coverage for a single woman who is pregnant. It's a pretty high bar. Yeah, yeah it is. I mean, you got you got to qualify for all sorts of different things. I mean, we're, uh, the threshold that we have is one of the uh, the lowest in the country. It's it's just insane. There's no, you know, 90%, uh, 95%, I would say, uh, of these uh, of these mothers will not qualify. And right. I just, you know, come on. It's just so, it's just terrible. It really get- is. Again, uh, like I said, sincere people have disagreement on this. Uh, My thing is that we have to look at this from a state and take seriously what we're talking about when we're talking about the issue of abortion and the issues going forward. One thing I've always said, think it through. Well, this was not, this was obviously not thought through. Anyway, you're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them.